to you live from the kingdom of Hawaii, otherwise known as the 50th state, it's the Junior Kekoeva Jr. Show, starring Junior Kekoeva Jr. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bothey Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. Here's what happened, Hawaiians. Here's what happened. You guys like the real scoop? Or you guys like tell <laughs> you guys like me tell you a fairy tale? Okay, so this is the real scoop, okay? So so we was uh bro, we we are actually going to more countries and, and we're going to more cities and our stuff is increasing, right? So this guy, this guy told me, so he, he told me, bro, okay, you know. With every listen, you guys gotta pay royalties to the guys, you know, to the the songs that we that we using on the show, and you gotta pay royalties to the guy. And so he said, if I was if I was you, Junior, bro, I would use a song that you guys own. That I would use a song that belongs to you guys, you know, to your company, to whatever. And I and I was thinking, bro, and I said, bro, yeah, I remember this song. I had to go get them in the archives, bro. We we recorded this song a uh, long time ago, and I had to go look for him in the, in the archives, and and the archives, uh, yeah, uh, uh, the archives. Okay, so we get our archives looks like um, so you know external drives, bro. We get we get drawers full of external drives, bro. Tons and tons of music we made over the years. So so we had you know we had them right, and then so so we had to you know we had to go in dig them out. And then uh, we put them in production. We took them to the studio yesterday, and we put the drums in the count shell on top like that. Just so you guys know the scoops. I mean, bro, I don't hide nothing from you guys. I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care. So <coughs> anyway, that's what we did. Sorry, I get smoke and asthma this morning. And that's that's what we did. And so so uh, no disrespect or anything. We love the theme song we had, but the guy was telling me, bro, you know everybody that listened. You gotta pay one royalty for everybody that listened. And I'm like, what? I'm like, bro, I had one hand moment and the hand went all the way up. I went, huh? I think higher than that. I went, huh? But the hand went all the way up, right? And he said, bro, you could be paying a few thousand dollars a broadcast. And I was like, a few thousand, bro. And and he goes, yeah, because not just going in the United States, bro. You're going worldwide, cuz. And I'm like, whoa, I'm going. Okay, so, so I like, bro. So, so what's going to happen, Hawaii? This is what's going to happen, okay? 
So we're gonna be we're gonna be doing broadcast with this song, and the broadcast with the other songs gonna disappear. <laughs> I can tell you that right now, it's gonna disappear. We don't know how soon gonna disappear. So if I was you guys, I would listen now. <laughs> Go back and listen now. But what we're gonna do is, what we're gonna do is, we we have a list of all the topics, see, of all the topics that we did, and we're gonna cover them again because basically the information all gonna be the same. But gonna be a little bit different, small kind different, right? So, so that's what we're gonna do. So, so start listening now, Hawaiians, cause it's all gonna disappear. And I would say, in three days, it will be gone. Maybe, maybe, maybe four days. So, what is today anyway? So today is Tuesday, okay? By Sunday, bro, Gandhi's, okay? Gandhi's. Is that it, bro? That's what I'm saying. Okay, so you know, only because, only because, right? We never thought this thing was gonna be popular. We never thought. We never thought this, right? Right? Bruh, we, we was looking at this stuff and we was going, oh, a podcast. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we can do a podcast. When we saw the numbers climbing and we saw the countries increasing, right? And then you go, oh, bro, you're an you're Apple podcast. That's why, bro, you're going every place, right? And I'm like, oh, so we stay on eight platforms, right? I still got to get the list, bro. I don't know the list yet, but, but I'm going to get the list. So, anyway... Uh, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you right now <laughs> that we, we, we looking. Okay, so in in the in the state of Washington alone, okay, Maple Valley thirty three percent, okay, it's kind of even. Tacoma thirty three percent and Seattle thirty three percent. We wanna thank the state of Washington. Wanna thank you guys. Uh, just we just pulling random stats for you guys. In California, okay, in California, bro. I gotta tell you guys. Anaheim, 64%. Los Angeles, 18%. South Pasadena. So, South Pasadena. But I never know I had Northeast, West, and South uh, Pasadena, but 7%. San Pedro, 6%. Uh, Pittsburgh, Santa Ana, and Oakley, uh, 1% each. So, bro, this, is, this, is, this will tell us exactly where the crowd is coming from. And so, eventually, what we're going to do Eventually, we're going to get sponsors in, in, in the respective areas and we're going to get salespeople on the web uh, hooking up, you know, these guys with us and, and whatever. But, yeah, you know, we're not thinking about that, but we're just, we're just looking at, oh, Texas. Okay, remember I told you a couple of days ago, Texas, Texas started at 1%, right? And then, and then we are in Lucum, right? And Texas was like 4%. Okay, so today, <laughs> Texas is 8%. Bro, this stuff is catching on in Texas, bro. But you know why this is exciting? This is exciting because, bro, I'm from Hawaii. You know what I mean? We never think that this would catch on, like, in in places like Texas, right? Okay, so let me tell you where the thing catching on in Texas, just so you guys know. So, um, bro, I didn't even know how to say this, but it's the biggest town that, that is uh, catching our part, that listening to us. E U L E S S. Yeah, I don't like disrespect you guys, so I spell them out first, okay? Ulyss? Is it Ulyss? I don't know if it's Ulyss. So you guys can send me, you guys can go on the anchor platform, right? And that's the base, the base platform, right? Because we have distribution, and the distribution will put it out to everybody. If you go on that platform on anchor, you guys can send me on message. You guys can send me on voice message, right? So feel free to join in and then. I can take that message and we can play them on a podcast. So no worries. And then, um, bro, we, bro, we get state of the art equipment. We wouldn't buy it. Oh, bro, we wouldn't invest in, in all this stuff. 
So uh, glad to see it starting to pay off. Fort Worth, 32%. Bro, this is like the Jerry Lewis telethon. Hey, can we take a look at it, tugboat, eh? Okay. Yes! <laughs> right, right? Jerry Lewis telethon. Okay, Fort Worth is 32%. Irv- Irv- Irvine, Irvine, Texas. Okay, or Irving. Irving, Texas uh, is 21%. Austin is 6%. Arlington is 2%. Grand Prairie is 1%. So Grand Prairie is listening. And we like to thank you guys. Bro, we, we want to thank everybody. So, uh, bro, we don't like bore you guys too much with stats and whatever. But uh, so the states is... Uh, so states, we're going to run them down. So Hawaii, okay? So Hawaii is the majority leader right now, but it's going down. It was 60%. Now it's 59 because it's picking up in other places. Uh, but anyway... So uh, the states is Hawaii, Mahalo, local people. Without you guys, bro, I wouldn't even be doing this. California, Texas, Virginia, Montana, Nevada, Utah, Washington, New Jersey, Tennessee, Massachusetts, uh, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and Arizona. Mahalo to you guys. Bro, this is, this is unreal. Okay, now the countries. Bro, we stay in six countries besides ours. So seven countries total, right? So uh, United States, of course, and then... United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, South Africa, Germany, and Belgium. So we want to mahalo you guys. Ah, this is, ah, the bro, this is on cheap. This is this is on cheap wines. I tell you this. Is, so anyway, so so yeah. So you know we we you know we in all these countries, and now we you know we're moving up. The percentage for the countries uh, doesn't give us that, you know. But man, this bro, I never thought it was gonna be like this. We only been doing this since September. Bro, four months, four months. So my 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 marketing director, okay, his his name is Will. Uh we're not like give last names right now. But my marketing director, bro, he he told me, he goes, Bro, you gotta do them for one year. In one year, you're gonna have as much people as on radio station. And I'm like, what? You know, cause, cause, okay. So the radio stations, right? From from my experience, right? Eighteen years, I was on side satellite, okay, on the side, right? I was on the side, bro. I, I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, when you go restaurant, right? And you order on side salad, right? It's on the side. The main stuff is right in the middle. I was not that, okay. So what happened was, we we used to broadcast to about two hundred thousand people, maybe a little over. And and Perry and Price, right? Perry and Price was these guys that was the the top, and they had almost three hundred thousand, and so we was like right under them. But that was a trip because, bro, every place I go, see, it's not it's radio. It was radio, right? It wasn't TV. So every place I go, I think if it was TV, it would have freaked me out because people would be looking at me, right? But when I was standing in line, like I'd be standing in line at the store, and I'd be standing even till today. When I go places with my baby, I go places with my baby, you know, me and her, where we go. And and I see, I, I say something and people turn around and look because they, they recognize the voice, right? They recognize my voice and they turn around and they look. She don't see them. You know, she she don't see what, what's going on. You know, she's too busy, you know, concentrating on what we're doing, which she should be, right? I mean, you know, duh, right? But, 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 but me, I look around, right? I'm aware of my surroundings all the time. And plus, I got to protect her. And that's that's a guy's job, you know what I mean? That's a man's job. So so anyway, but people look, right? I see people look. They, you know, so if it was t if it was TV, whoa, they would I wouldn't have to talk. They would just look. But every time I talk, when I'm in the line, like I'm in the store, 
and I say something to the cashier, or I joke around with the cashier, everybody down the line, look. They, they look, they, they hear the voice, they look. Because there was over 200,000 people for 18 years, Hawaii's. 18 years, right? Here's the other thing that was kind of cool. In 18 years, right, my business, we branded, we branded this, 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 uh, this, uh, Junior Cake, whoever Junior, right, on the commercials around the world. So, you know, I don't know, I don't know if these guys listening to us ever heard, uh, heard of me, but, but hey, if you guys did, just DM me anytime. So you can go on Instagram to contact me, Junior Cake, whoever, Junior Cake, whoever, Junior One, okay, Cake, whoever. Now you spell out Junior. Cake whoever is K-E-K-U-Ever. <laughs> okay, okay. K-E-K-U-E-W-A-J-R-1. And that's Instagram. If you're on Facebook, it's just Junior Cake Whoever Junior. If you're on TikTok, it's just at Junior Cake Whoever Junior. If you're on Twitter, it's just at Junior Cake Whoever Junior. We never pulled anybody from Twitter yet. Nobody communicated with us on Twitter. But on Instagram, they write to us every, almost every day. Okay, on uh, nobody on Facebook writing to us. Okay, only Instagram right now, and it, it's all good, Hawaiians. It's all good. So, so anyway, that's how you contact me or Junior Cake Whoever Junior at gmail.com. I will answer all your emails, no worries. Okay, so, so, so a lot, of, a lot of the times, you know, people listen to the podcast, they ask me questions, and they DM me over on Instagram, and and they go, hey, Junior. You know, sometimes when they say, hey, uncle, I know they're young, right? They're like 20s, 30s, uh, early 30s, right? And and uh, it's kind of it's, it's kind of funny because the chicks, they like go out with me. They're like in the early 30s and they, and they, they you know, chi- okay, chicks hit you up different. Chicks hit you up way different, right? But the brave ones, okay, the brave ones. So chicks give you subtle clues, Hawaiians. And, brah, I never catch on for years, the subtle clues, right? But chicks will give you these subtle clues. And if you don't catch on, brah, you miss the boat. You see what I'm saying? And, and no, for real, you miss the boat. So so now, brah, the, these girls are brave now. Brah, they, they're not like before. These girls are very comfortable with their sexuality. I think, brah, I think it's nice. I think it's really cool. And these girls, I just had a girl the other day, like, like two days ago. She hit me up. You know, and she and she said she was a big fan or whatever. You know, she listened to me on the radio, whatever. She liked my music, all of that. And then and then she said, "Wanna meet up?" Okay, when a girl says "wanna meet up," okay, they don't they don't they don't mean they wanna meet you and shake your hand and and tell you what a big fan they are of you. Okay, that's not what they want. Okay, um, chances are they want a good hammer. Okay, that's what they, they want a good hammer. Always that's it. Bro, they want they want you to pound them like New Year's mochi, bro. They, they want you to crank them like a Model T, cause bro, I tell you, they want you to slam them like Hulk Hogan, okay? Bro, don't don't get me started, cause I, bro, I will tell you. But but that's what they, bro, that's what they want, right? And I wrote back to her and I and I said, ah, oh, sorry, baby, I, I get somebody. And and then and then she goes ah whatever I forget what she said and then I, I told her hey if the situation changes I let you know but this girl wow this girl was like I don't know she was probably like 33, 35, something like that but what you know the point in what I saying is not that I getting asked out I mean the point that I mean that's been happening you know a long time I mean when 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 you're in the public eye when you're a public figure whatever you you local celebrity whatever you want to call it but I, I don't care. 
I mean, to me, it's like this has been going on for so long. I, I'm used to it already. But what I'm saying is like when you're in that position, I mean, it, it's it's appealing to women, right? So another thing is uniforms, right? If you're a police officer, fireman, military, any bro, that's appealing. I mean, it, you know, and then it's like, whoa, you somebody. Especially if you get chicks coming out of nowhere, right? You get chicks coming out of the west side. You get chicks coming. I don't mean it's nowhere. What I mean is like, it's not like the city. It's not like high society kind of stuff, right? These military guys are meeting girls. They go to the military bars, right? They go, Wahiwa. You go, the kind, red line, uh, red line pizza, bro. We used to go see military guys down there. Right, because they, they, they wanted to pick up back in the old days. They wanted to pick up weed, whatever. Bro, my boys, I used to go down with my boys. I used to sit out and I watched it. Bro, they did right there in the club, bro. They was buying stuff. You know what I'm saying? Bro, this is back in the 80s. You know, but, but what, you know, the, the point of this whole thing is that these girls, right? They, they're not, they're not coming out of high society or whatever. These girls coming out of the country. They're coming out of, they're coming out of the west side. They're coming, whatever. And they meet these guys, these military guys. They marry them. And then they make a family. And then pretty soon, bro, these guys are lieutenant colonel. You see what I'm saying? Then they're in high society. Then they're up there with the guy. You see? So, so same thing with a police officer, right? You start off as an officer. And then pretty soon you make sergeant. Then lieutenant, captain. Pretty soon you're in major. Bro, then, you, then you're up in high society. And I mean... You know, that's the way things work. So things supposed to be progressive, Hawaiians. Supposed to be progressive, you know? So I talk about the law of attraction all the time on this channel. And this is a good time. This is a good time to, to you know, talk about the law of attraction. Okay, so law of attraction, it works whether whether you want it to or not, Hawaiians, okay? So, so like, you know, uh, back in the day, okay, let me take the, let me take the, the, show, the show theme song, okay? So the, so I I go ahead and explain this whole thing. So the the theme song, okay, is called Junior's Theme, the one we're using right now. It was it wasn't written by me. I, I write a lot of music, but it wasn't mine. It was written by Mr. Wayne Borhe. And uh, you know, so let me tell you let me tell you the situation and about Wayne. Okay, so when I was young, when I was a young kid, I, I was like, maybe I was like, ah oh, man, when I was five years old, I started listening to this Don Ho album. And had had live applause on top, right? Like you guys here on top the on on our stuff, right? And I was listening to him, and whoa, sound exciting! So you know, I never know at five years old. I never I never think like, okay, that's what I'm gonna do when I get old. I never think that. I just was excited. To me, it was like, whoa, I like be there. I like be where you know. And even at five years old, <clears throat> all I knew was, oh, that's action, right? Yeah, that's action, right? I I wanted to be like. In that environment, that's what I was thinking. Like I was thinking, like, oh, I wanted to see that. I wanted to see where where that is, right? Cause get applause, get music, get get everything, right? Everybody's having a good time. So so that happened, and and you know, my parents was listening to the album, and and that happened for years. We listened to the album for years, and then later on, right when I when I was almost a teenager, maybe about uh, ten years old, I wrote I wrote my first two songs on a guitar. And I wrote two songs. One was called Kawaii My Island Home. And one was called uh, Wahini in the Blue and White Bikini. And, <laughs> bro, I tell you, you guys, you guys don't want to hear those two songs. I mean, they're not bad, but I mean, bro, it was, it was like basic, like songwriting 101. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? And so, 
<clears throat> so I wrote those two songs when I was 10. By the time I was 13, something happened to me between 10 and 13 in my brain that I was like, oh, I want to I wanna be an entertainer. Right? Because when I was 10, between 10 and 13 in my days, right, we had all kind of TV shows. So we had we had like Frank Sinatra on, on TV, right? And he never really had on show, show, but Dean Martin had on show, right? All these guys, Smartest Brothers had one show, had comedy shows. <clears throat> and then some of these shows, right? These guys would come on and these guys would dance and they would sing and they would tell jokes and they would do skits and they would everything, variety shows. And I used to watch that. So I was raised in an era that variety shows was a thing on TV. Not like today. It was totally different. Had Carol Burnett. Had all this stuff. And, and they used to do all these things on one show. Sing, dance, comedy, act, everything. One show. So all these guys, like a lot of these people had to do everything. They had to do singing, acting, uh, dancing, everything, right? Comedy. They had to be funny. They had to learn, you know, whatever. Jokes, whatever, bits, skits, stuff like that. So <clears throat> that's what I was exposed to. By the time I was 13, in my heart, I knew already, okay, I like to do that. That's what I like to do. I want to do that. And I was looking, you know, so I used to memorize all this stuff. I used to memorize skits. I used to memorize comedy, jokes, everything. I used to memorize lines. You know, I used to, I used to act. <laughs> I used to act in front of the bathroom mirror, you know. To be or not to be. That is the question. Right? You know, man, my horse, my horse, my kingdom for the horse. Right? right? I used to be doing all kinds of stupid stuff. Man. And my mother used to come by the bathroom. And she, some, for some reason, this used to upset my mother. I, I don't know what kind of damage I was doing. <clears throat> all I was doing was I was in the mirror. Right? And to, the, and to me, the mirror was my TV. Because I was practicing in the mirror. Right? For the day I'd go in on TV. And my mom was like, beside herself sometimes, she used to walk by the bathroom. And the door is closed, right, and locked. And she used to walk by the bathroom. And, and she used to hit the door. And she used to tell me, stop talking in the mirror. I'm like, what the hell? What what harm am I doing? You see, you see what I'm saying? Now, kids are talking in their phones, right? <clears throat> I think this is such a beautiful thing. Because kids are talking in their phone. And they're putting up the video that they're doing. Right on Instagram, on social media, right, or TikTok, whatever, and I'm like, wow, these guys, these guys actually doing what I was doing before, but I never have the equipment, right? I mean, so so we, I was doing the same thing, but it was like on dry run, right? But you know, I, I don't really do video; I, I do audio. Audio is my thing, and that's why we we right here on the podcast, see, because audio is my thing, right? Not video, but these kids have all this stuff available to them. In my days, bro, I only had the mirror. <clears throat> and for some reason, my mom was like, stop talking to yourself in the mirror, right? So, but that didn't stop me. The other thing the mirror helped me do was learn guitar chords. Now, for all you guitar players out there, you guys that play guitar, okay? When you're looking at, this is what I discovered. I discovered this on my own, like, years and years and years ago. When I, when I started playing guitar, I was about 10. And by the time I was 12, I started practicing in the mirror, and I'm going to tell you guys, so this is a secret for you guitar players. Maybe it's not a secret, but it might be new information for some of you guys. So what happens is when you watch somebody play a guitar, you're watching it backwards, right? Okay? So so you watch the shape of the guy's hand. So what I would do, I would watch, 
watch the shape of the guy's hands. And then I would, I would go home and see where it makes sense, right? So I would shape my hands like I saw the guy shape his hands and I would find the strings. And, and I would find the strings and I would learn the chords that way. I mean, I don't know if that was the harder way or whatever, but you know, I never had a teacher, right? My mom never sent me to a guitar teacher. I never had anybody to sit me down and go, okay, bro, yeah, ladies, make them ladies, make them ladies, that's how you do this. I mean, I never had one teacher, never had nobody for show me nothing. Everything I know is what I taught myself, right? But here's, here's what happened too, always. And I'm gonna tell you guys, if you have something in you, if you have the desire in you, right? That desire will play itself out. That desire will come out. It will come out of you or it will draw things to you with that on that frequency, with that desire. And I had the desire to play. And so, <clears throat> because I had the desire to play, bro, everything came. Everything came, bro. Everything, everything. <laughs> everything, right? No, everything came. Everything. And and it all came. And, and you know, it, it came kind of quick because... Just in a few years, I was all right on the guitar. You see what I'm saying? But but the desire has to be there first. You know, some people, I guess, you know, some people say stuff like, "Oh, well, he was more, he was born to, to play the piano. Right? He, that's why he's good at it, or <laughs> whatever." You know, it, to me, that's speculation, right? But but I will tell you that that I desired to be a ventriloquist, and then boom, right? It happened. But I couldn't get a dummy. Right, not a story about that, right? If you guys, I mean, you know, we, we sidetracking, but we, we in the entertainment thing that I wanted to be, right? I, I'm talking to you guys about that. So so I, I never had a, a ventriloquist figure. And and for years, I practiced without a figure. I practiced at home by myself in a room. You know, I sounded crazy. I mean, you know, every place. Uh, my roommates, when I had roommates, you know, I used to stay home. I lock myself in my room. And I, and I used to do that, and they, you know, everybody was, yeah, I wonder if he's all right or what. <laughs> you know, see what I'm saying? So, and then, you know, but I'm basically a happy person, right? You know, my life is good. My, my life is fun. My life is easy. You know, not, not all of my life was easy. My 20s was hard. After that, started getting easy because I changed my attitude, right? So, so I'm in the room. I'm practicing this ventriloquist thing. Pretty soon, I had this conversation with this guy. And, and... I just happened to bring up ventriloquism. I don't know how it popped up. I don't remember, but it popped up, and and you know, and then the guy said, "Well, how come you don't? How come you don't perform it?" I said, "Well, I can't get a dummy." He said, "Dude, eBay has everything. Go on eBay." And then I, oh wow, yeah, eBay, right? I I didn't, I wasn't thinking like that. Okay, so I had to change my thinking from local to world. Okay, even for my businesses, I had to think world not local and now we do international business with my company i mean you know throughout throughout the world different people in the world different locations in the world so i went on ebay and i found my dummy and the rest as they say is history and then and then the guy that i hooked up with the guy that made the dummy and then he makes all kinds of dummies right <clears throat> and then i then i bought my second dummy so i have a dummy named kyoki that's the one everybody sees that's the, the one that's kind of popular because everybody's seen them already and then there's Keone, and and Keone's a little bit different. Uh, you know, he's he, he's more cool. <laughs> he's more he's more cool and what. And Keone is more like formal, like you know that kind of thing, right? So two sides of a coin kind of deal. And then so I mean, but that's what you know. That's what happened. That's the way it happened. So with my guitar playing and stuff like that, I just had the desire 
And I wanted to see how far God could take me. So after a while when I started playing, I didn't want a teacher. I had one of the best teachers. I mean, he was, I mean, he, he taught me so much about so many things. I mean, uh, in music. And, and, and that was Wayne Borges, the guy who wrote the song that you guys heard. You guys are going to hear the song uh, at the end of the show. We're going to run the whole song. We're going to run the whole thing so you guys can hear him. But Brother Wayne was blind and he taught me about music. He taught me about the, you know, he taught me about the, you know, stuff like syncopation and, and what sequential lines are and all this kind of stuff, right? And how, you know, my, my playing, you know, I said, what kind of guitar player? He goes, oh, you're a lyrical player. I'm like, lyrical? Okay. And then he, he explained what that was. So, I mean, you know, I didn't know anything. All I knew was I pick up my guitar and I play. That's it. And I only went as far as God took me. Now, he was, uh, Brother Wayne was different. Brother Wayne, bro, he knew everything on the guitar. He took everything from the piano, applied it to the guitar. Boom. He could play anything on the guitar and the piano and the ukulele. I mean, Brother was on and the bass. And he played drums. I mean, this guy was a musical genius. I lived with a musical genius for thir- for 25 years. It, it was unreal. I mean, he used to practice, you know, like uh, classical music and stuff like in the living room. And we was in Wailai, right? We was in uh, an apartment in Wailai. And I used to think like, right next door is Kahala, right? And these millionaires in mansions. And they don't get this. They would have to hire somebody from the symphony or somebody to come down and play this stuff. And and here I am, right? And having my glass of wine and, and oh, man. And I'm watching this, right? And I'm like, who gets this, right? My life is so blessed. And and really, so he was, he was around. <clears throat> but the guitar part of it, the guitar part of it, right? It's like, it's like I could have asked him for all kinds of chords. Like, show me this chord. Show me that chord. Teach me how to do this. Teach me how to do that. I could have done that. But I always wanted to keep my guitar playing between me and God. You know, I wanted I wanted to see how far I could take them on my own and what God could bring me. And you know, as a result, Hawaiians, I got to tell you, and I'm sure this happens to all guitar players and all musicians. The more I work with my guitar, the more things I discover. I mean, just discover I discover new chords. I discover new progressions. I discover new things, right? <clears throat> and all it takes is me picking up the guitar, right? And and doing it and playing. And, and ah, I mean, cause, <laughs> let me tell you guys, it happens, right? So we used to be practicing. Me and Wayne used to be practicing. And then all of a sudden, like, something would happen. I would, I would play something that would work. And I go, oh, can we do that again? And he's like, yeah. And so we would do them like five or six times so it would sink in my head because it was something new that just happened. It just happened. I'm playing and all of a sudden I play this thing and I'm like, whoa, I didn't even know I could do that. And it just came. And this is coming from God or, or the universe or your higher power or your higher self, whatever you want to call it. But this is the law of attraction. Okay. So another thing I'm saying with all of this <clears throat> and and another another you know thing that I'm I'm leading to with all of this is you don't need somebody to show you this, show you that, this, that, whatever. You can do it on your own. Now, of course, yeah, if you're gonna be one doctor, if you're gonna be something that that requires precise knowledge and and whatever, yeah, you gotta do that. But I'm I'm talking about the simple things, Hawaiians. Not only that, but I'm talking about making money. 
You don't need somebody. I don't have a. I don't have an MBA. I don't have an MBA. I have. I have several companies. I don't. I don't have a degree. I don't have any of that. You know, my mom. My mom always rubbed me in, right? Uh, well, you dropped out of college. You, you know. You, you know. You don't have a degree. But I, I don't need a degree. You know, my mom was an elementary school teacher. <clears throat> she became the mayor of an island, right, for two terms, for eight years. That had nothing to do with her degree, you know. That had to do with her. That had, I mean, she learned some stuff in college. I'm sure she applied some things. I mean, she's great at time management. She's, she's awesome at time management, you know. But but the bottom line is, right, the bottom line, Hawaiians, it, it didn't. It didn't uh, hinge upon that elementary school education that she was qualified, you know, she was qualified to teach elementary school. It had nothing to do with that. I mean, you cannot, you know, so so like if you were to say, oh, wow, so-and-so given, given an elementary school degree and now he became mayor. People would go, huh? But I would be on big hand. The hand would go all the way up. They would huh? <laughs> go all the way up, right? Because it has nothing to do with it, right? Okay. And and I see this, right? I see this, but but my mom, you know, she's like she figured she had the paper. You know, nobody asked her for her diploma, her college diploma. When they when they said, "Hey, Marianne, you should you should look okay, at build mail. You should do this. Yeah, you should you should go into politics. You should do this." No, nobody did that. I never saw anybody do that. They just liked her. You know, she 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 did all kinds of stuff for all kinds of. Civic and community groups around around the over the years around the island, right? And then like the natural thing was like to be mayor. If they never get her in to be mayor, if she wasn't mayor, it would have been something else. But it would have been something that would serve the people. So it just happened like that. And in my life, I'm like, hey, I don't need this, right? Because I got that connection to God already. Every time I need something, it comes, right? I mean. You know, we get we get reserves, but I'm just saying, like every time I need something, you know, I write them down. I write it, it comes. I don't care whether whether it's love, bro. The love of my life walked through my office door, and then she said, "Is there something here?" Right when I was talking to her, because you know I was kind of testing her out because I was testing her out because I didn't know if this was a setup or whatever. But when you're a public figure, sometimes chicks come in and they test you. Right, or they're trying to set you up, you know what I mean? And and it, that's another podcast, guys. That's another podcast, but they do. There's some chicks that they come in, you know, and then pretty soon they wanna, you know, they wanna, you know, whatever. They wanna put you in a position uh, where they can they can uh, do something that's that's a little shady. And and bro, yeah, that's happening too. That's happening too. But what I'm saying is, she walked in. <clears throat> I didn't have to go look for her. The love of my life walked in my office. And then, also, and she said, she's the one who said, I didn't say it. She said, is there something here? I, I didn't say, is there something here? She said, oh. and then I said, yeah. You know, so here's the thing about that, okay? I don't care if it's relationships or jobs or, or whatever it is, Hawaiians. Okay, when you when you get to the point that, that you turn something away, or you turn down a job, or you turn down an opportunity, or you turn down, you know, you go into a showroom and you don't, you you turn down the salesman, you don't want to buy the car. <clears throat> what happens, <clears throat> what happens is God gives you, right, another option. You know, 
I, plenty times, bro. I've I've been I've been there's been plenty times in my life where God brings a woman, right? And I don't want it, and I go, nah, nah, I, I gotta pass on this for whatever reason. And the reason is always different, right? God brings another one, so it's like God goes, you want this one, you want this one, you want this one, and they keep coming, and they they're all different, right? You know, you can get one, you can get one different ethnicity, they get different shape, get different whatever. God goes, you want this one, you want this one, because the desire is there, you're attracting. You're attracting, attracting females, right? You're attracting that vibe, like like either it's a relationship or whatever. It's a weekend. I mean, what whatever it is, I want. It, there's nothing. There's nothing taboo. There's nothing off limits for the law of attraction. I'm just saying. But that's how God does it. You know, if it's a job, you go apply for ten jobs, right? And pretty soon the job offers come back, and then you turn this one down. God goes, okay, you want this one? Okay, you want that one? You turn that one down. Okay, you want that one? Turn it down. You want that one? You turn it down. You want that one? God keeps serving it up to you, but you got to see it. If you don't see it, Hawaiians, you never get it. You never get it. You got to see the blessings. You got to be aware of what's going on in your life. And when you can get that, and you know, you get the, the vibe and the vibration, you start reading the vibrations the right way. Bro, all you got to do is become aware. Okay, if you guys like do that, go to my website, hereforyou.live. Here for you dot live, bro. We help people with that all the time. There, there's an, there's a, there's a fee. Uh, we we charge by 15 minutes. There's a half hour fee. There's an hour fee, and then there's a class. There's a, there's an eight week class. So check them out. Here for you dot live. Cause if it's one thing, Hawaiians, bro, you guys gotta learn to observe. The whoa, whoa, wait, whoa. Sorry, Hawaiians. <coughs> Sorry, Hawaiians. Uh, that, that, that means we gotta go. Oh, bro, that was spooky. That came out of nowhere, bro. Oh, man. Hey, so, until next time, uh, the podcast is being brought to you by Island Club and Spa. Mahalo, Jerry. Mahalo, Randy. Also, Voice Master Enterprises and AFM Hawaii Music featuring the music of Darren Chinen on iTunes. Check them out. Hey, so this is a song composed by Mr. Wayne Borhe. It's called Junior's Theme. And this is something we did uh, record a long time ago. And we're going to use them now. Here we go, Hawaii. Till next time, I'm Junior Kekawaba Junior. Aloha.